2: Joining us right now, Christian Fourier, does talk radio up in Boston, WEEI, two-time Super Bowl champion, CBS Sports College football analyst. Christian, good morning. Thanks for joining us. How are you?
0: Oh, good morning, fellas. How's everybody doing? This fine morning. Oh, we're doing great.
2: <laughs> Is anybody on your station criticize the Red Sox for their cheating? Oh, God.
0: Do they criticize us for their cheating? Um, I guess, technically... Technically, uh, you know, it is because they use an Apple Watch to get basically to receive text messages and to, to speed up the process of, of getting the information. Um, but, I mean, come on, really? It's, I, I just feel like it's, um, you know, people are trying to compare this to like, you know, the Fleet Gate or Spy Gate, and they're sending out all the wrong information. They're using all the wrong facts. Uh, well, I give mean, us the thought, facts.
1: For, give us the right facts. Wait, the facts of what? The facts of, of what?
0: For, for, for which gate? Give me, there's like a hundred gates now. Gate no? The watch? gate. The current gate. Red Sox <laughs> Apple Watch gate. Well, it's pretty simple. So they were they were they were, they were uh, getting information from um, getting the signs from the catcher. They would relay. They would they would send a text message to the trainer who had the Apple Watch on, and the trainer would tell Pedroia, and Pedroia would try to single in, signal in the call to either whoever was on second base. The fact is that once you get the signal, like how much time does it go by goes by before the pitcher actually releases the ball? So imagine trying to get a signal, send a text, relay that information to someone sitting next to you, then sending it out to the field. I mean, it would be easier just to yell it out to the batter or yell it out to you know, whoever's on second base. The method so, really isn't whoa, the question whoa, here, though. Whoa, it's the, the
1: invention.
0: Yeah, the fact they went through all this rigmarole to do this and each pitcher oh, I mean, I'm saying, is... Listen, I'm not saying they're not stupid and lazy. I mean, like, I, listen, I think... But you're not what saying, what saying they're
1: stupid. cheaters either. They're cheaters.
0: They well, cheated. Know, technically, yeah, well, listen, so Technically, do do technically she my ass, <laughs> they <it> cheated. Mean, <laughs> when, the, when the commissioner of baseball comes out and says, stealing signs isn't illegal. Like, what do you do with that? So if the commissioner of baseball comes out and says stealing signs isn't illegal, I guess it's pretty much... I agree! It's not illegal. We We admit that. But the
1: the method they use, you got the trainer involved. You got Pejoria out there.
0: That's illegal. I think it is. I should have started it off by saying they're lazy and stupid. Okay? (laughs) I should have started off with saying that. Well, what do you want me to say? They're cheaters. No, you say what you want. You want me to say they're smart and creative? No, I think the, the fact is everybody steals signs. They're stupid if, if, if you don't try to get an edge. The fact is, I'm with you there. That, oh, so what is the, what is where are we arguing? But about? they went too far to get an edge, right? That
2: that they cheated and should be punished for it. Right, okay, so what's the
0: punishment? Like a hundred thousand dollars? No,
1: or banished from the, for the playoffs.
2: Oh, shut up. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> answer me this though. D- D- Dombrowski sits up there. Dombrowski oh sits gosh. up there and minimizes the whole thing. The yeah. commissioner minimizes.
0: What, but, what did Rob Manford do?
2: Yeah, I know, and he was he was wrong. It was stupid the way he they did it. They are circling the I, wagons in Boston. I, so, I know that.
0: So now, so now you, you you New York honks down there. Like, <laughs> oh, off, oh, we oh, got me honk. Oh, Steve, there what, they
2: you, go. Listen, I hate what the Yankees, doing? Christian. I hate the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> no, but last thing on this, seriously. Wait,
0: here's what you should be doing. You should be looking at Cashman and talking what an unbelievable dink he is. Like what a baby. Oh, the oh they is. want to turn it oh, on the Yankees. Their
1: fault. They told your trainer to go and report to Pedroia what the signs were. It's, it's Cashman's fault for pointing it out.
0: Oh, it's just, it's just, wait, here's here. So I work with a guy named Lou Malone. He played, played for the Red Sox, played in the Major League for a while. And we're sitting there laughing about this. Of course because, you are. Because it's like, okay, all, all these guys do is try to steal signs. Yes. picture. that's why the catcher keeps coming out to the mound. The fact is that the stupid part with the Red Sox and it's been going on all year. So this, this is just one of many issues, including the manager. So it's, it's like all encompassing now. It's just kind of like the cherry on top, and I'm sure it'll be something else. It, so, and then you throw in everything else that happens around Boston. You're like, oh great, here we go again. Here goes the narrative. You know, he starts with the Patriots and it goes and it bleeds into the, to the, to the uh, Red Sox. And so the issue is that they were stupid. The fact is like, did, did uh, John Farrell even know about it? Did John Farrell even know? <laughs> that The trainer was involved. And The fact that you're involving a trainer to me is just mind-boggling to begin with. Now, maybe that's just the mentality of baseball players. I don't know, but it just seems like kind of odd, you know, that these two guys are like, you know, trying to work a system that is flawed. Because if you look at if you look at the numbers, especially with runners in scoring position for the Red Sox, while, uh, out of all the games that they played uh, against the Yankees, they're like they're hitting like a 143. Like their batting average is, is terrible. So it obviously didn't work.
2: So Yeah, well that, that shouldn't be a part of the conversation. We're talking to Christian Fourier on Gio and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. Last thing on this, Dombrowski just totally minimized it. Not a big deal. I don't think it's wrong. Okay, I hear the method is wrong, but then the Red Sox go and accuse the Yankees of doing the same thing. I mean, that to me seems petty. If you don't think that it's a big deal at all, and what you guys did was wrong, then why point the finger at them? Now? I think
0: if, I think they, they, they look. You know, they they both teams. You know what they both feel like to me? A couple kids playing in the sandbox, throwing sand at each other. Like, that's what it feels like
1: to me. Y'all are you cheaters. Know? That's what it feels like to no, me. I mean, anyway, let's I'm talk about some college football. Crying. Cheaters! Damn it! I cheaters! I, mean, <laughs> I See, that's the Colorado way. Play at the University of Colorado. Listen, that's what they're used to listen, that. They cheat. Listen,
0: Okay, great. So we have five pounds. Tweet so that out. <laughs> who, who doesn't that happen to? <laughs> Oh, my That's goodness. Silly. Hey, we were just silly. having
1: a conversation. By the way, uh, America, we're, we're talking to uh, Christian Fourier. He does it all. He, he hosts a sports radio show up in Boston. He works at CBS Sports Network. He also works for the Patriots. Does What are you doing now that the season's here? The post-game show? Yeah, I do the
0: pre- and post-game show. Yeah, yeah. Not,
1: you, you, okay, you're doing that now. And let's talk college football. Not- we were just having a conversation about Alabama if Alabama – were to lose to Auburn and not win their division, not play in the conference championship game, would they still get in over a one-loss Big Ten champion? Yes, or yes, uh, yes. you think they would?
0: Yeah, you know, the conversation is kind of old now. We, I feel like we have this conversation every single year. It starts with, like, well, a team from the SEC, who lost SEC team, get into the national championship. And was, oh, yeah, look at their schedule. Oh, they play so many good teams. And then you, the, the, the cream of the crop, the king, the king of the mountain is Alabama. So, I mean, I would say people would force a two-loss Alabama team into the mix if they could. I mean, so, I mean, to me, that discussion is just kind of old and played out because the answer is always yes. There's this natural, national perception that the SEC is just better than everybody else and, you know, it doesn't matter what you say and the Georgias and Florida look great. Yeah, awesome, right? They get, they get beat up by They still don't have a freaking quarterback. Like, it's just amazing. The entire state of Florida. And they can't find a quarterback. And the one guy that they have leaves and he ends up just blowing it up somewhere else. It's like, mm-hmm. a, it's a thing. <laughs> Whatever. It's Fine. Okay. Just don't, God, it's too early for me to me going, Brian. Like, get me out <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah. Didn't you just do yoga? Isn't it supposed right. to calm you down? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. It was the whole Apple Watch thing that got me going. It was like, great. <laughs> here's the problem with the whole – here's the problem with this. Were, see, I'm, I was born and raised in L.A., but I, I've lived here for the past, like, I don't know, like, like 15 years. You know, two of my kids are born here, so I've kind of like you know, adapted their mentality, right? And it's like anytime something comes up, it's like you you're, you're, you find yourself constantly defending the region, the way they do business, the sports teams. I don't even like hockey. I'm sitting here defending the sports.
2: What the hell? Yeah, I mean, sports sounds like they're very provincial, and you know. if you're and, and a lot of people don't want to be the one person who goes against the tide either is. You know, if you said, I think the Red Sox are cheating, and then your Twitter mentions are basically, you know, it's a disaster. So uh, it is a tough thing. I worked in Pittsburgh, and it's the exact same thing. I mean, it's so provincial, and I was defending the Penguins and the Steelers and Pitt football, and I never thought that that would happen either. Christian Fourier on Gio and Jones. Uh, the biggest takeaway for you, uh, the real week one of college football, was what?
0: Oh, hey, Vey. Uh, well, I mean, since we can't beat up on Texas anymore. Uh, <laughs> you can. <laughs> I can, <mean>, uh, <laughs> right? The biggest takeaway, oh, man. You know, what? I think the biggest takeaway, I always find it interesting. Like, I think you can tell, like, when 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 teams play against lower level teams, like when a highly ranked team plays against a low, there's a lot of teams that struggled. Like, they they, they were, you know, they were kind of like tiptoeing through the water. They, they couldn't really get in a rhythm. And, you know, teams were, you know, staying close with them and then they eventually like, you know, pulled away from them. I like the teams that kind of like, you know, they're good when they like come out and they play against a lower team that they should be, that they should dominate and they dominate them. Like Clemson dominated. Like to me, that means something. Um, and you know, the other teams that, that, you know, just kind of, kind of felt like they were uh, maybe a couple weeks behind. Now I'm sure those teams will kind of catch up because there is no preseason games so that are scrimmaging against themselves. You know, uh, I think that's – and then Michigan. Like, Michigan to me is – you know, you're looking at them with all the players that they lost and how they're going to match up. And uh, You know, I thought they did uh, – I still think they have quarterback issues. Um, and then the other one was just Alabama. You know, as far as, like, the low-hanging fruit of the Alabama, I was – I don't think Jalen Hurts is a very good quarterback. Like, I just don't think he is. I mean, he's a running quarterback. I know he hit the long ball to Calvin Ridley, but I just don't think – you know that system that Brian Dable, the offensive coordinator, is trying to implement is ever going to work for him. Like he is going to have to, and it looks like he has, kind of you know changed that offense to fit Jalen Hurts. And I think when he plays against a team where it's a little bit tougher, that's where you're. That's where I think you're going to see some 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 issues because he's just not an accurate you know short intermediate quarterback. He's a running quarterback that has a strong arm. He can throw a deep. So if a guy's five yards ahead of another guy, you should be able to hit him. But other than that, I mean, you know, he's a product of that system, which is the Alabama machine.
1: And you played for Brian Dayball. Uh, he was your position coach, am I correct?
0: No, he was, uh, he was a receiver's coach, but we, we met with him all the time. Then he right. was a tight end coach last year. It's the, same, it's the same mentality, you know, same offense, even when he was in Miami.
1: Right, but shouldn't a, a coach worth his salt should adapt his philosophy to the talent he has at ha- on hand. And, and Jalen hurts is a dual threat quarterback. So you see Dayball adapting more so than the, the Patriots offense being implemented there at Alabama, at least not this year.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I see I, he, he should I mean he should be able to, but I just, I, I think about, you know, those, you know, his history. And it's like, man, I know that, if, you know, if I run this, this and this and this situation, this is what works. I'm just curious to you know, like, Pro coaches that go to the that go to the college ranks. Listen, they don't have as, the college teams. They don't have as much volume. They don't have, any, have as many options. The quarterback's usually reading one side of the field, or and if it's a, or one player, if it's a play action pass, and the players are just better. Like Alabama's players are 90% of the time going to be better than the other guys, so they should usually win. Like and then you should, everything should be scripted for success. So. I don't think you get a good idea how good Jalen Hurts is going to be because you know he's in a dominant offense with a strong running game and unbelievable defense, a great great special teams, you know, and a great coach. So how do I really know how good he is? Like I mean, quarterbacks come through there all the time, and they're never worth anything in the pros. You know, um, I don't know the one dude with, with, with that's in Cincinnati. Uh, don't uh, uh, AJ McCarron. You know, AJ McCarron. It seems like he can play. He had one year when Andy Dalton got hurt that he actually showed up. And he played like in a couple games and was like, "Wow, this guy's got something." He'll probably end up going and getting paid somewhere else. But other than that, they're off stiff.
2: Christian Fourier on G.O. and Jones—we're really going to test your versatility. As we, now we move to the New England Patriots, open up the season tonight against the Chiefs. A huge off-season, and it doesn't always work when you're bringing in a ton of personalities, uh, and you have Julian Edelman's injury that you have to throw into it. It's—it's it's just tough to make these prognostications about teams this early, especially with a lot of roster changes, but uh, your thoughts on this Patriots team, is it going to be another chase at 16 and all, or do you think that they're going to have some issues this
0: year? Well, I think uh, essentially I think they're a machine. I think uh, you know, even with Julian Edelman going down I think it's like the best collection of talent that Brady's ever had. You start with the backs and all the different backs that they have the Burkhead, the James White, the Deion Lewis I mean, one, one of those guys alone can, can kill you all three of them is significant. And then you throw in a Gronk, a, a Dwayne Allen, who has a Brandy Cooks, uh, you know, uh, and, and then you, they just trade it for Philip Dorsett. Offensively, they're not going to have any issues. Like it, health will be their only issue, right? And that's with every team. Defensively, their biggest liability is not the secondary because I think they have one of the best secondaries, at least top five. Is going to be like uh, that linebacker slash, uh, you know, defensive end hybrid in middle linebacker position. If I'm if I'm any team, I'm making sure I find a way to get David Harris on the field. David Harris is on the field, a guy that was in New York for like 10 years. And now he's with the Patriots. He can't cover. He's decent at uh, stopping the run, but in today's NFL, he can't. He has no lateral movement, you know. So like when they put those backs on there, or, or, or an athletic tight end, you know, or a guy that can do both, like I think he'll be exposed. So. And then, you know, you know now Shane McCullen is on, eye on. They already lost your ball Sheer, uh, Long. Uh, Nikovich retired. That is this gaping hole, you know, in what I consider like one of the most important positions on that Bill Belichick, and Matt Patricia defense, the guys that could play all over the place, you know. Um, Wasn't
1: Cody they, Ealy supposed to fill that
0: void? Yeah, Cody Ely, I don't know. He never showed up. Mm-hmm. He had issues as soon as he got to the team, you know, even in, like, even, even in the spring he had issues, and then he got held out the first day of summer camps for, for undisclosed issues that he wouldn't admit to. And then just watching every single game, Brian, like he just, he just it looked like he was like, man, eh, if I get the tackle great, if I don't, no big deal. You know, and it just, it, there was no energy with him. He got pushed around a lot, even when he was away from the play um, you know, and it did, didn't really cost them anything. I think they uh, they traded for they only went back a couple spots. I think it cost like a hundred grand. So they cut them after the preseason game.
1: Now, Philip Dorsett coming over in the trade with Jacoby Brissett. Does he? Isn't he one and the same of a, a, a Hogan? Uh, it, how does he differ from uh, that position? And and you know, you lose Edelman. I would think Amendola is now going to be the focal point at the slot receiver. You, you got Cooks and 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 Hogan and Dorsett. Aren't they similar players?
0: Yeah, see, I, I thought the same thing. I thought that Amendola would take element spot, but no, it, it's it's actually going to be Hogan who's going to okay. be playing that slot role, which is odd. But it, when you think about it, it makes sense because Brandy Cooks can be the deep threat, down the field mm-hmm. guy. Amendola is kind of like more of a third down specialist, punt returner. And I'm not sure how Philip Dorsett's going to fit in, but he fits the mold of I don't want to say disgruntled because he wasn't like you know causing a stink, but just guy that didn't fit in one system was a first round pick. You know, and now, you know, he's in Shangri-La, man. Like, he's in the, he's like, you know, everything works. Mm-hmm. And you just, yeah, I'm going to have you do a couple plays, you know, that, that'll fit your skill set. We're going to accentuate everything that you do and just get the ball and go. You know, and I think we'll see. I don't know how he's going to fit in because, or if he's even going to play because he's only been here a week. Um, But you asked me what stood out, you know, uh, with, with the, in the college football, you know, the first week, what stood out to me this last week is that, the Patriots uh, parlayed a third-round quarterback pick into a first-round pick of Philip Dorsett. That, to me, is mind-boggling. The Indianapolis Colts are so dumb and desperate that they have no clue what they're doing. <laughs> and if you look at that quarterback situation, they don't. That um, the fact that they even draft- drafted Philip Dorsett is confusing in itself if you go back three years when they needed all that help on defense. But, um, yeah. But uh, I-, and listen, I think it's going to be a trap meet. I think mean, there's going to be nice little dancing you know, to begin Uh, But I think the Patriots really pulled away with this thing.
1: Get back to your talking points for the Red Sox, okay? (laughs) Yeah, right. Talk to you later. (laughs) See you, Christian. (laughs) See you, my (laughs) man.
2: Christian Fourier, former NFL tight end, two-time Super Bowl champion, and a card-carrying Red Sox defender.
1: I would say this Jacoby Brissett deal in which Christian just mentioned, they gave up a third-round quarterback for a first-round pick in Dorsett at the wide receiver. Colin Kaepernick written all over it. Hmm. We'd rather give you our first-round pick from a couple of years for Dorsett than go out and sign a veteran in, in Kaepernick. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: I hadn't thought about Kaepernick mm-hmm. with the Colts situation. Yeah, that's what it was. And man. now I'm thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. And Dorsett against the Steelers in a preseason game I was watching on a replay on the NFL Network was, like, great. Hmm? And I was thinking, well, maybe he's actually figured it out. Yeah. And then they traded his ass. <laughs> so, but you know what's going to happen. I mean, he's going to be a Hall of Famer now. He's going to break oh, yeah. Jerry Rice's record. All right There you go. <laughs> For sure. Tonight, he's going to have four touchdown receptions. All right. Coming up next, more Boston sports talk. No. Isaiah Thomas with an emotional letter to the city. Coming right back. This is Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Andrew Bogus is back with an update, hopefully more Andy Reid sound because <laughs> just can't get enough of that. Let's continue, actually,
3: on that note. Uh, our series on saying super nice things about your opponent after winning his U.S. Open quarterfinal yesterday afternoon. Rafael Nadal was asked about Roger Federer, whom he could face in the semifinal. This is what happens when maybe you're speaking in your second language.
0: I don't want to look like I'm I'm going to be his boyfriend. No? So... <laughs> That's
3: how... Rafa prefaced his glowing comments about Roger yesterday, and <laughs> I don't the U.S. Open like press here. room went Boyfriend. nuts. Huh.
2: Okay, Man, he that was a
3: huge laugh there, and that was I cut it off because <laughs> the sound quality deteriorates. But yeah, it was it went on and on and on.
2: Hmm. Jeez,
1: okay.
3: <laughs> but none of it matters because Federer lost in four sets last night to Juan Martín del Potro. He and Nadal still have never met now at the U.S. Open. Madison Keys blitzed Kaya Kanepi last night, Whoa. completing Kanepi. an All-American Final Four. The first time that has happened at the U.S. Open since
2: 1981. What? 85 what? Wimbledon. I just see you thinking of something like some Kanepi pun. Like, no! you know, better, better Kanepi get your ass out of here. <laughs> Kanepi out the door. <laughs> just what about Kanepi? I just hooked over you. And I'm just, I what, I'm doing when, man? when you think you like have a look, a hmm, like a Kanepi, 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 connection fit. I can't do anything on, right around can. here. <laughs> it was just
1: I'm just minding my own business, yeah. and you.
2: Oh no, I just I know you. I know <laughs> you don't know my Kanepi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is.
3: Uh, where were we? Hey-oh. Oh, yeah. Venus Williams and Sloan Stevens play the first semifinal tonight. Mm. Uh, and then Madison Keys and Coco Vandeweghe. Not sure how that will affect them. chitty the- Kiki? Uh, Kiki's niece. Oh, okay. Yes, Kiki's really? niece. Yeah. Uh, as you boys were just discussing, Patch Chiefs tonight to kick off the new NFL season in primetime on Sunday. The Cowboys host the Giants. Odell Beckham Jr. went through warm-ups before yesterday's Giant practice but didn't technically practice. OBJ hoping his injured left ankle lets him play. However
1: you want to look at it, I just know um, I'm in a good place and I'm trying to get to the day-to-day just being patient, unfortunately.
3: Browns defensive end Miles Garrett injured his right ankle in practice yesterday. The Cleveland Plain Dealers says the Browns are worried their number one pick could miss multiple games. Staying in
2: Cleveland, the Indians... Win it. The pitch, he drives this one high, he drives it deep to right, this ball is gone! Over
3: the bullpen, into the seats in right field! Carlos Santana hits number 23. That's Tom Hamilton on Indians Radio. Carlos Santana, the biggest swing and a 5-1 win at the White Sox. 14 straight victories now for Cleveland, tying the team record set last season. Just 13 straight for Arizona after a 3-1 win at Dodgers Stadium. The Astros have won seven in a row, 5-3 in Seattle. The Rangers splitting a doubleheader in Atlanta. That leaves them two games behind the Twins for the second AL wild card, And Pacers owner Herb Simon issued a statement yesterday to strongly deny a report that he might sue the Lakers and or the NBA over L.A. tampering with Paul George before he was traded to the Thunder. Simon says Victor Oladipo and DeMontis Sabonis are all they need. boys. <laughs>
2: Why are you laughing? Well, because you love Oladipo. I do. You? Yeah, he's oh, you a crooner it last too. Last week he sings. Yeah, now. he's a crooner. He's oh, really? good too. Yeah, yeah. Depot sings. Do Damn you have good. that singing? Damn don't have good. I wasn't here oh, either. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'd like to hear that in a break. So Isaiah Thomas went to the Players Tribune and said he fell in love with the city of Boston. Where and everyone it hurt goes. The trade and yeah, I know it's the thing. I, I, it's funny because I like listening to players. Talk, but I don't like reading what I don't I'm not as interested in players' tribune stuff. I'm not Well, I'm wondering if it's them writing it or they have a ghostwriter over there, somewhere No, I think, they, I think they, they, they write I think it? that's right. the whole point. I think they write they probably have an editor, but okay. I, maybe it's just because I'm a radio guy. Like I'll I'll listen all day to a guy's press conference. But yeah. when they when they write it I'm just like ah eh, it's probably just my attention span. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, he said he fell in love with the city of Boston. And it did hurt even though he understands why they made the deal and Kyrie Irving's a great player. He said all the right things. But he also said, I'm going to just say this here. <coughs> so I guess he did write it.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> See, look.
1: Why, the ghost editor wouldn't say that?
2: I possibly MMA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Emma. <laughs> Emma, I'm going to just say this here. <laughs> Point blank to get it over with. And then you can go ahead and post it on whatever bulletin board you want to. You are not. Going to mess with the Cavs this year. Okay. This is going to be a great year to be a Cavs fan. A great year. And I'm excited. Okay, then. Great. I'm going to believe you when I see it. Yeah. And when we see him, which is probably going to be after the All-Star yeah. break. Because he's got a bum mm-hmm. hip. I'm going to say this right here. I'm going to just say When it. I get this hip fixed, it's home. Mm-hmm.
1: Woo! <laughs> I'm going to say it. When I'm healthy, the
2: gypses will not catch me. Okay? Yo. I'm going to say this right here. When I get rid of this here limp, <laughs> y'all going to see something. That's big time, man. We don't know what something is. <laughs> Give me that cortisone shot. Woo! <laughs> 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 uh, maybe we shouldn't. You have the Oladipo song? I'll, let me listen to a little bit. You've got to so... appreciate this, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah? Yeah. All right, let me hear it. Victor Oladipo sings, apparently I missed it when I was out last week, so let's hear it. I've been so many places In my life and time This isn't him, is it? Song a lot of songs Shh. I made some background so I've acted out my life in stages
1: With 10,000 people watching we're alone now and I'm singing this song to you
2: Wow, good for him I told you I know your image of me mm-hmm. Oh, yeah what I hope to be I treated you unkind and Darling, can't you see There's nothing more important to me
0: Baby, can't you see through me? I
2: think there's a little auto tune on the side. kind of
0: now? What? There's
2: a little auto tune no in there. No way. Song yeah, you can hear it singing this song. That's you can hell, hear it. Man. No, you can hear a little auto tune. A little bit. I still think that. it's great. There's a little auto tune in there. Right. No doubt. You just find every damn thing. No, so I just, I'm calling it like finding I hear you don't like It's good. It's good. I said it's really good. I said Damn good for him. Good. But there's also a little auto hey, tune. Auto tune. That's all. All the depot. No, I guarantee you. There I is.
1: guarantee that's all. All the depot. Uh, I'll
2: bet you any amount of money. Is I a little I'll bet auto tuner. you
1: twenty five hundred. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you. Man, you must be crazy. Yeah, because I know. know I'm confident. Yeah. I'm confident. You weren't. You was. You. You doubted my man could sing. He can sing. I did doubt that, and he can sing, but I also think they put a little auto-tune on him. That's all. Just say he can sing and leave it at that. He did not write that song, though. He covered another song. It's a cover. Oh, Brian. A lot of people cover songs. What's your point? We didn't say he wrote it. We said he could
2: sing. I just wanted the audience to know. Who do you love more, Randall Cobb or Victor Oladipo? Cobb. Okay. (laughs) Oladipo, a close second? Yes. All right. Would you sing that song to Randall Cobb? Yes. You mean everything to me. Randall with the pretty eyes. I'm not usually into men. (laughs) But when you catch them footballs, I want to grab your
1: head. I want to grab your (laughs) Kanepke. All right. There's definitely auto-tune. On man, there. stop! The man can sing. Let's get, leave it get, at that. Get, get, uh, yeah, 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 get yeah, Papa yeah. Baseglia on that oh, one. we will tell you there is. God,
2: Papa Busseglia ba- worked in the, radio, in the uh, music business for a long time. He could sniff that out. I just can't appreciate I can appreciate okay, it. I could also call it the way down. it is. Just leave it alone, man. I mean, just <laughs> pointing out the facts. <laughs> what we're here for, right? So Hurricane Irma is just a mess. A bitch. Right? I mean, the thing is gigantic. It's setting records. Some of the numbers that are coming out of this thing and the, the destruction that we've already seen is... It's just devastating. That little island Barbuda? Yeah. is Just every home was touched. Yeah. Destroyed. There was video from oh. a helicopter. Just awful. So it's it's setting its sights on Florida. And we both have People in our family who are not leaving. Yeah. So your wife and mother-in-law and dog have decided to stay there. Well, great,
1: uh, Hoya wanted to leave. Right. But uh, no, they wouldn't let her. So, Holding her
2: hostage. Just so the dog. Are they going to stay in your house or they're going some... They're some... going
1: to go were shuttering the house there. Yeah. And they're going to go ride it out with some friends. But they're unfazed. They go through this whole time. They're yeah, from this, an
2: island. I feel like this one's different. I, right?
1: I Feel the same way. I'm well, more concerned than they are. So why should I be concerned if they're not concerned? They so say we're from the Dominican. We do this all the time. It's nothing. No my problem.
2: my wife's younger sister and her boyfriend have decided to stay there, and they're just north of Miami. And they're saying the same things. Like ah, we've been through this before. We've lived down here for a little bit. It's not a big deal. The roads are packed, so we don't feel like driving north. But like you know, my response to that was like, well why do you think the roads are bad? <laughs> Everyone wants to get the hell out of there. And these are Floridians who, this yeah. is not the first hurricane they've seen. Yeah. So I had to deal with that all yesterday because I've got the mother-in-law in the house mm-hmm. right now and she's visiting and she's calling every five seconds, leaving angry voicemails to her. To- <laughs> get out of there! <laughs> Stupid! <laughs> I'm calling Alex! <laughs> I'm gonna tell him how stupid he is too. <laughs> hey, And she'll call right back. You ignored my phone call. <laughs> Get out of there! <laughs> I mean, it was just, and then it became this. Even Greg said it. <laughs> Even I'm sitting. I'm sitting next to Greg, and Greg said it. I, I was more calm.
1: In my approach, I called, okay, hey, okay, I know you're going to shut up. You're going to get up out of
2: there, dog? <laughs> no. oh, Lord, what we doing with this one? We're going to get up out of here, we're going to stick it out. What are we just, doing?
1: I said, you sure you don't want me to fly you up to New Jersey? <laughs> oh, it'd be too much trouble. You got to put a you in the crate and all this. Uh, all right, tough it out then. Bye. <laughs> of course you did. Love it there, but... See you.
2: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> See you if I see you. <laughs> Need a life jacket. I hated becoming part of it, though, yesterday when she went to the even Greg says. Because then I can just oh. hear the response, like, who cares what he thinks? <laughs> I could just hear that. I don't care what he thinks. Did, did you say that? Uh, did I say what? Did you say what your mother-in-law said you said? Yeah, I did. Did yeah. she get out? Yeah. I. Well, my whole take on this is, like, what's the point of risking anything? Yeah. So, she doesn't have to go to work. They said that it was okay if she didn't go to work. So... What, leave the, the worst that can happen to you if you leave is it's a little uncomfortable and you have to drive in traffic for a little bit. Yeah, but the worst that can happen to you if you stay is a hell of a lot worse. So and at the now, do I think that they're not going to survive? Of course, I think they're going to survive. But think about it, it, the power is going to be out for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. There could be major damage done to the house. So I just to me it's it's the whole risk scenario. You you have to to weigh the risk. And on a smaller scale, like we we do here with these snowstorms that come through here. Yeah. Like sometimes they're false alarms and sometimes they're not. But I live far away and drive. I make sure that I'm in that hotel because not only because I have to be here, but on top of that, I don't want to put myself in a situation where I'm on a road stuck in an embankment with my hazards on. Waiting from some guy from the Suffolk County Highway Department to come pull me out of right. my vehicle. I don't need that. So, so if it wasn't that bad, it wasn't that bad. But at least you you, you were there if it was. Right, yeah. that's my take. That's well, my like rational I,
1: I, I tried. Hey, you want to fly up here? Hey, no. Hey. Okay. Hey, you want to fly up here? <laughs> hey.
2: Okay. Yeah, look, let me know because I'm going to get my ass out of here. You <laughs> here? Would you have left if they came up? No. <laughs> what?
1: I don't know. Oh, I, I would have left. Come on, man.
2: Uh, you know everything is. <laughs> Y'all need a toothbrush something in the gas bathroom. I'll come. I'll be up in Vegas. <laughs> I'm staying in Greg's place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, there's enough people there now. All right. Coming up next. Well, we spent so much time on this Yankees cheating. Red Sox, Yankees yeah, cheating no mas. Yeah. yeah, I
1: mean, the Red Sox are doubling down on this. Bull dookie about the Yes Network cameras being in the dugout. Oh, come on. All right, we'll talk
2: a little bit about it and then get back to football. Coming up next. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio.
3: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. At
2: 825, we're going to talk to Eastern Time. We're going to talk to Houston Nutt. Coach Nuts, one of those guys we like to call a friend of the program, and he is someone we haven't spoken to since that Hugh Freeze stuff went down. So we have to consider whether or not we're going to open up that can of worms again. But I don't know. I think that he's okay with anything. He addressed it during some of our preview shows uh, back
1: in August. So, uh, you know, he didn't elaborate. He just said, I wasn't trying to harm the university or the, the football program. I just wanted an apology and wanted them to stop dragging my name through the mud and blaming everything on me yeah. while their head coach is, you know, out doing
2: what he was doing. Yeah. Houston it, Nuts got that great southern accent with a lot of energy too. Yeah. So I could just picture Oh, wait, how about that one, huh? He's going to join
1: us on CBS on Saturdays uh, in November, I believe, because oh, yeah? Eyes is going to do some games. Oh, wow. And so Coach Nutt will be over uh, on CBS. What does Coach uh, Nutt play? (laughs) We'll have to ask. (laughs) Ukulele?
2: (laughs) The banjo. (laughs) looks like there's an escort service coming up on the phone can't blame that on the egyptians can you free didn't mean to do it sorry coach but you best with the wrong damn guy does that work this number's strange yeah uh hooker at O'Reilly Auto Parts, you get better parts, better prices every day. We'll have the parts you need to get the job done right. We have the high-quality parts and accessories, guaranteed low prices, and the store's well-trained professionals standing by to help. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Do you have something to say there? You put your hand no! up and you have something to say. A- something annoyed you. Always some food up there or something else on TV. Just- <laughs> oh, the ADD kicking in. Damn it. It's a Thursday ADD day for Brian Jones. Huh? made me hungry. Yeah, well, what else is I haven't new? I have fried chicken in a while. Yeah. Long overdue. So we spent a lot of time arguing with Christian Fourier about this Red Sox-Yankees saga with the cheating. And now the Red Sox are going all in saying that they have video of the Yankees having a fixed camera on their bench. Yeah. But what cracks me up about this. Fixed camera. Is you're going to send your general manager out there to talk about how this isn't a big deal at all. I don't think that the sign stealing is bad. I mean, he did the whole, people have been doing this. You know, the old laughing and talking thing. So if it's not a big deal and you don't think you should be punished and you're moving on from it, it's not happening anymore, then why are we now chasing the Yankees doing the same thing? So, Because you can't have both. If you really didn't think it was a big deal, and what you were doing didn't really have an impact on anything, like you told us in a press conference that you guys called, (laughs) then don't go after them. Right. Because you look petty, you look stupid, you look hypocritical, and they're still going forward with all of that. (laughs) They're
1: going forward with all this goofy mess. It just makes no sense. You got caught. You admitted it that you were doing it. You got the training staff involved. Now you're trying to say there's a monitor and the Yankees dug out and they're getting tips from the the yes network and the broadcast
2: really come on just own up to it you got caught leave it at that yeah and it, the commissioner rob manfred's definitely going to make this thing go away probably quicker than than anything because i mean think about it it's a, it's a it is a scandal and it's something that you don't want to deal with the cheating in your game is like the worst thing Like I always said that out of of all the things that you can have in sports, the one thing you can't have is you feel like you're watching a game. It's not above board, whether it's an official who's on the take that you're afraid of, or a team cheating. I mean, that's the one thing that'll drive fans away. Is when you think the stuff that you're watching and rooting for and or betting on is not above board. But so that's why commissioners are always. Nuts about the cheating stuff, but then to just toss it away the way Rob Manfred did, they're trying to minimize this. There's no way there's going to be a hefty fine, suspension, any sort of punishment for the Boston Red Sox. And I don't think there's going to be much of an outcry from anybody. It doesn't sound like anybody. It doesn't
1: seem like it. And they're circling the wagons up to Boston. And how could you not believe that, believe anything other than that after listening to Christian Fourier and his excuse and how they tried to summarily dismiss this charge from the Yankees and major league baseball, uh, I don't see how you get away without finding a, a hefty fine if this is so egregious, if this tugs at the integrity of the game, which it seems like it does. Yes, teams are going to always try to steal signs. Yes, players are going to always try to get an edge. But if they try to get an edge and they get caught, what do you do? You lower the boom on them. So a team, it should happen the same to a team that does that. They go outside the bounds of the cheating, if you will. And that doesn't sound uh, too above board, but – there are levels of it. And they have definitely gone way outside of bounds, outside the bounds of cheating with involving the training staff. And then you got Pejoria getting the information from the training staff and his Apple Watch and now signaling that to a pitcher. And yes, yeah, some pitchers work faster than other pitchers. But you have plenty, for most pitchers, you have plenty of time to relay what you've gotten on your Apple Watch to a batter or to someone
2: on base. Do you think that this would have been a bigger deal if the Red Sox won the World Series and we found out about it afterwards? Oh, yeah. Because I'm trying to figure out why the Patriots and filming assistant coaches' hand signals, why that was such a humongous deal to everybody when it happened. I mean, that was the biggest story in sports. I mean, still referenced. And this, yesterday, I heard some discussion about it. Didn't hear a ton of discussion about it. I know the Ezekiel Elliott news came out as well the night before, but is it because baseball doesn't have that same pull as it as it used to? Is it not even close to where the NBA and the NFL are now? I mean, this is the same thing. I mean, outside of the, the filming of practices put the Patriot Spygate story over the top, no doubt. But you still hear about how they were filming the assistant coaches and were doing stuff to steal signs. And why is why is this just like a, ah, whatever? Because the commissioner came out and said it wasn't a big deal? Because the Red Sox GM came out and because said it was a big deal? Because it's
1: acknowledged across the board that stealing signals is part of the game. Oh, I believe that's why. Yes, that's been going but on. We do it all the time. It goes on in and football, too. And the fact too. that they've now involved uh, video equipment and the training staff. But doesn't it go on in football, too? Does you try, yes, you try
2: to right. find so isn't a part isn't that same argument being able True. to use that as well? Yeah. I mean, I just I really don't like the fact that they could get away with this. I doesn't but they're going to get away with oh, it. Oh yeah, they will. Baseball and their stupid rules <laughs> or non rules, non written. Now will karma come back and get the Red Sox? Oh, with this? of course. Yeah. Brian's my karma teacher. Yes. Hell yeah.
1: Got Baylor last week with Liberty knocking him off. You think that was karma? That was karma, dog. But what about poor
2: Matt Rule? He gets caught up in this well, karma Well, he got thing? caught up.
1: He shouldn't have taken the job. He shouldn't have taken the job. He, I mean, he should have and he shouldn't have. But he, I, but he knew head.
2: at some point. He knew. He knew karma, karma was, was coming. coming. for his ass. All right. Yeah. Trying to figure out the whole karma yeah, thing. Yeah, got him. Well, I'll point it out to got you. Got him right. for what, though? Because he's part of Baylor. Program now. That's not fair. I, don't I like know our, it's not fair. I don't like I agree. karma. Are you telling me karma's not
1: fair? Sometimes it can be unfair to certain individuals. Yeah, he had nothing to do with that.
2: Karma. What went on there? But that was karma. But what about the people who were directly involved in the thing at Baylor? I mean, the they guys got are, theirs. They, they have no longer work there. The guys that are others the, are in jail. But they, so these these poor people that are there now at Baylor trying to rebuild the thing, they got to feel the wrath uh, of the karma it, too.
1: You, you, you get. Yes.
2: <laughs> I, don't I don't think you're that good of a karma teacher.
1: <laughs> I'm good at pointing it out when it presents itself. We do have a that? teacher on the staff, though, by the way. Who's that? Professor Pete. Oh, Pete. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He's teaching over at St. John. Yeah. How the hell you get that gig, man?
0: <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out.
1: So you're actually a, considered a professor? Yes. And you're teaching a course?
0: Teaching a course.
1: And the business of radio. The business of radio. <laughs> So are you qualified? I believe so, yes. Damn, I'm going to give me a job over there, too. Pete's got one. You don't want another job. I should have be able to business of radio and TV. I can double up on them.
2: Double my salary. You would be the worst teacher ever. Why? Oh, you'd be I'd terrible. Be a great teacher. No, you wouldn't. You'd break all the rules. The rules? Yeah. Bro. If you can't coach football by your own admission, you cannot teach. I can be a teacher. That's different. That
1: doesn't involve yelling and... Players. You don't yell at students, do you?
2: Geo and Jones coming right back. CBS Sports Radio.
3: Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out of market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand.